Ryan Gucci Man. Uh. <laughs> 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 Why you don't speak to me? She be saying to him. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> what episode is this? One seven two. Family's episode 117 of Young Black and Opinionated. How y'all ladies doing today? I'm doing good. Okay. Talking <laughs> I'm all right. Right. I'm good though. How y'all doing? Um episode 117. What's what's good, y'all? What was y'all week like? Oh man. Um I don't know if I can get my eye together. It was it was pretty decent. I, my sleep was all been off since I had to work last Saturday. And you said the eye don't matter. This matter was coming out of that mouth. I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, um, pause that. I think, I think that's a pause. Friday. Put a over that eye. So Friday, I had um, I had a half day, right? But I damn near could have just went to work because when I got off, my tire was flat. Um, <laughs> what tire a bus. was flat, and then I tried go to Mr. I went to Mister P's to try to plug it. He was like, well, um, you need it's, it's $20 cash or $15 cash. I'm like, shit, I ain't got cash. So I had to go back to the ATM, get cash out, come back. So dude tried to plug it. He was like, yo, um, the tread is damn near gone. So the plug is not going to work. So I could put your um, your uh, spare on for you for 10 I was like, all right, cool. So then I had to go to Walmart um, in Menominee Falls, which I, I bought all my other tires from there, get a tire. And then from top of there, have I, you ever bought a set of tires before? A set? No, I have not bought a set. But I all all four of my tires are new now. All four of my tires. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> then I had to get the registration. That was one forty five. I was like, "Fuck, man!" One forty five. When did shit go up to one forty five? That shit was one forty five, Reese. Listen, one forty five. Was it late? Were you late? I was late. Yeah, I was late. I was late. Oh, but then I also okay. got it at the. Uh, I also got it at the Kia Motors too, which. Because I didn't have the paper because I moved, so the I you know the paper didn't get forward. So I'm like, damn, I might as well go to Kia Motors since they already got my not Kia Motors, Rosdero. Yeah, they already got my shit done. Um, they just did my um emissions test too. So I was like, man, Lord, please say me. I went to sleep that day. I was like, forget that. I need to go sleep. <laughs> yeah, because I had all my tires was no. Remember when we? I think we came back from Houston and my tire was flat. Yeah, and yeah, I had yeah, to, at the um, airport. Yeah. Yeah, so I had to, because that actually has, uh, what is it, the run flat, but I was like, I got to go on the highway, so I ain't going to take no chance. Mm-hmm. So I had uh, like the dude to it. Yeah, he just put a, my spear on, but then I have it with, uh, what the fuck is the place? Firestone. So oh, okay. I I just got to, I get for, like a free tire. I think you get like a certain amount of miles, and I only had it for like some months at the, or almost a year at that time. Oh, so Yeah, I got the warranty on my joint too, so it's like, a, yeah. you know. 
wearing no wear and tear type shit, whatever it's called. As long as yeah. you don't destroy the tread, get a tire and all that shit. Yeah, so that's so pretty that cool. Friday. That was fun. Then I went to the strip club on Saturday and Miss Malibu. Hey, Miss Malibu, shout out to you. All right, what about you, Lassie? <laughs> <laughs> you went to the place down next to uh the pizza place. On the shuttle, border. pizza shuttle. Oh, no. Mm-mm. So they got coochies in there. <laughs> I um I had a good weekend. Um I got to go to scene one, which I never really been to before. Heard about it, but I'd never been. Um I wrote a blog post, so that'll be coming out this week. It's, so it, it's kinda deep. Right. It's kinda deep. My boyfriend was like, Woo, this cause he's my editor. He was like, Oh, this deep, you getting real with him this week. I'm like, Well, you know. Um <laughs> No, I mean like I've been saying like <laughs> Mentally, I just haven't been in the greatest space, and it took me a while to kind of figure out why. So the blog post is about me really just figuring out what was going on and how I'm going to change move for- moving forward. Um, so far, so good. Um, but yeah, you know, I, got, I was chilling, got to see some friends, and yeah, my usual weekend hanging out with um, my boyfriend, best friend, and his wife. So it was cool. Oh, made a tutorial at work, and now everybody hates me. <laughs> what do you mean? Why they hate you? Um, I don't know. It just seemed like they weren't really, like, happy Respective. that I did it. Yeah, I was like, well, I made this because something was getting done wrong. Oh. And I wanted to make sure that it wasn't getting done wrong because it can be kind of Because bitches was doing shit wrong. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, when you ready to go and you got to redo stuff because people didn't do it right, so I made a little tutorial, literally three steps, all they had to follow. I even put pictures in there, clips oh. of pictures, how to do it right. And somebody still messed up today. Oh, I'm man. like, seriously, did you read? All right, <laughs> I'm done. No, not, well, not clip art, but I know it was just funny because you didn't see clip art. It says Microsoft, was it oh, Windows? Oh, yep. Word processor? <laughs> so they, um, yeah. And my manager made a big deal. He was like, let's give it up for La Sierra. Everyone give her a round of applause. Now, this be that black the ball. Be that black Look, in a minute. they all was looking like, bitch, yeah. really? And I'm like, whoa, whoa. I was like, you ain't got to do all this, homeboy. Like, you know, I fuck told him. Props. Exactly. I told him on Saturday. I was like, everybody going to think that I think that, <laughs> that I'm better than him. You are. Go and ahead. You are. Like, well, well, thank y'all. Reese, what'd you do this weekend? Um, Let's see. I don't think I really did much this weekend. I was pretty much chilling. I watched the games. Um, the past week was pretty fun. Um, i just been vibing out to uh, Ari's album. And um, I've been chilling. Just trying to wait for my transition next week. I'm starting my new job next Monday. Um, okay. I'm pretty excited about that. So I've just been trying to get all my ducks in a row with that shit. And then... um. Yeah. There's a plethora of jobs down here? Um, it depends on what you're looking for. Um, this one, it was one of them things where like you do an application and you forget and then you get the interview and you'd be like, whatever, and then I don't know, it was just like and then I think I did it, then I had went to work, my current job, and then they had a lady email me like within an hour and a half. I'm like, Oh, okay, this must be going well. But it took so fucking long, like it took them like a month and a half, like the interview process was like I interviewed like three times with like mm. everybody in that bitch. I'm like well, we got to talk. At one point, I was sitting there like, so what do you want to talk about? They was like, oh, I mean, they just wanted me to meet you. And I'm like, we just wanted like, me to meet you. <laughs> Damn, y'all, please. I would have been yeah. like, okay. Yeah, it was a long process, but, you know, we'll see. We'll, so we'll see what happens. So, uh, other than that, yeah, I've just been, you know, prepping myself for that and getting all my ducks in a row. But other than that, yeah, it's been, um, 
it's been cool. I just be cooling and hanging out with some coworkers here and there. Actually, when we finish this, I might go downtown and get something to drink or something. So we'll see. But other than that, um, episode 117, as always, I am Reese Berry. That's R-E-E-S-E-B-E-R-A. Four Wise is Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. Let's see. Sorry, I had DR. And I'm Lassie <laughs> at Lola Baby on Snapchat, B A Y B E E, and on Instagram and Twitter at Liquor of Lola. Mwanje? And it's your boy Mwanje. That's M W A N J E. You can follow me on all social media platforms. That's Mwanje. You got it for yeah episode 117 as always um you can find us on our website ybopodcastmke.com i feel like i haven't been saying that um we post our blogs there as lassie mentioned she has one coming out pretty soon um we have photos from all our past events and it's just a good website to kind of get to know us a little bit um we're gonna update it pretty soon but um that's our website we also um live on not live but you can find our um, episodes on soundcloud itunes google play stitcher spreaker and iHeartRadio. Um and Spotify. So we have vibe. Depending on how you listen, that's another way to listen. You know, tell a friend to tell a friend, of course. Um, leave us a five star rating and review on iTunes. Um, all that is important, but you know, just making sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. That's what really makes us grow as people. So um episode one seventeen. Anything else, guys, before we jump in? Um, no, that's it. That's it. That's about it. <laughs> all right. Yo, so the Milwaukee Bucks are killing it right now. They Damn. are um, heading to the Eastern Conference Final. Um, that will be this Wednesday where they will play Toronto. And shout out Damn. to, shout out to uh, Kawhi Leonard with that uh, game-winning shot that kind of destroyed the, uh, not kind of, but did destroy the uh, 76ers. I don't know if you saw the picture of uh, Embiid uh, crying, but, uh, man, he was him along. man, he was crying his tail off. Um, it, some of the announcers, I think the coach said that he's going to, he's going to feel that one for a long time. So, um, it's just one of those nail biters where it's 90, 90 and you just mm-hmm. somebody throw up a prayer. You did your best to defend and it goes in and that's just how it goes. So unfortunately it was one of those games where, you know, like stakes, somebody got pregnant. Right. <laughs> the stakes were high. Um, so, uh, you know, shout out to Paul Pierce too, his bitch ass. Um, you know, he, Ooh, he peanut uh, head. You're right. He, you know, he over there talking shit about the Bucks. You know, then he had to wave this little flag and stuff to him. Also, I'm sorry, Bucks, and then threw the flag on the ground. Um, he's just a bitch ass nigga. That's all. Um, he is. I agree. Yeah. So, uh, but other than that, other than that, though, I might be going to the game on Friday. He, so fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the Bucks to see what they're gonna do and um, moving forward. How do y'all? How do y'all like these playoff series? I think it's been really good without LeBron James. I think it's been great, actually. I didn't even think about it until I saw people on Twitter saying that. And for me, I haven't really watched any playoffs until we've gotten to maybe the last round um, because it just never really seemed to be that interesting. But this is really good. I like to see teams go, you know, hard, game sevens, you know, blood, sweat, tears type shit. And then I guess for me, being home, being at home, well, I guess it is home, but being away from home, um, to talk shit about my team finally fucking doing good. Like it just, it just feels, it just feels so fucking good just to talk about the Bucks. And I seen somebody post a picture. It got shared on the internet with them setting up with the Eastern Con- Con- Conference finals, um, like uh, signs and shit and, you know, setting mm, yeah. up for Charles Barkley and them downtown and shit. So I'm excited. Cause um, I wanted to come home Memorial day weekend, but I had bought that damn ticket to see Ari Lennox. And I was like, fuck, um, but I was like, damn, Dan, I don't know if it's going to be a game six. going to be mad as a bitch if it ain't, um, uh, but I'm be happy. So man, uh, if they win. So yeah, that was just my thing. But yeah, I just, 
I'm I'm proud of these niggas, like for real, for real. Like somebody put a um a little, I guess a picture on my desk of uh the Rockets when they lost and shit. Somebody that's from the Bay Area, and I'm like, who, who the fuck put this on my desk? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, oh, uh, such and such. You know, I said, well, what the fuck does God do with me? I'm I'm a Bucks fan. Did you read the sign? And it was like, oh, I forgot you from Milwaukee. Get this shit away from me. Um, and keep- <laughs> You're rocking there, okay? I got you from more. I was dying laughing because somebody said the Rockets made Beyonce waste her weed. <laughs> 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 it was like she was gone. She was zooted. She always her hometown, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, but I agree. With, I agree, with Reese. Like the playoff series, I haven't watched too many games, but the ones that I did watch and seeing that some of these series are going to Game Seven, mm-hmm. uh, four OTs, like that's dope because now you know that they really plan. Yeah, like nobody want to lose, so I I think it's dope. I'm hoping Milwaukee. I have faith in the Bucks, but mm. I am a little. I'm a little eh, only because didn't the Raptors put us out last year? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. oh scrub back then. Yeah, we weren't well, the best. Uh, Giannis wasn't. Yeah, you know, Giannis. Yeah, because he was mm-hmm. missing free throws. Yeah, that was two years ago, wasn't it? Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember we were there. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, then you know, I mean, my faith is at like a ninety-nine. Mm-hmm. So I'm just. I'm we have to a see. we have a nice bench too. Like we have some backups. We have then Brogdon come back too. Because um, yeah. I didn't, I didn't really get to watch that game, the last one, but. Um, yeah, so I think everybody everybody is contributing, and it's it's good for the city. And then just to see, you know, I'm sure every other city can say this if you're from there, but just to know how the arena thing, like they were at the Mecca, which is currently the Panther Arena, and then they went to the Bradley Center, and I just got tore down, and then now they're at this huge arena, and then we're adding on to it. Um, mm-hmm. I just like them to do more stuff for the whole city of Milwaukee, just not downtown, but um, that's another story. But, you know, just to kind of see that, and then, you know, I got to talk shit to my friend. She's from Oklahoma City. So I'm like, what happened to the Thunder again? I'm sorry. I didn't really hear what happened. Oh. And you need to go to the Chesapeake Arena. I'm like, I need to go to the Fight Arena or Forum. So, yeah, shout out to the Bucks, though. That's all I got. We'll yeah. see what happens. Shout out to the Bucks. Um, I wanted them to play the Rockets in the finals, but they fucked up. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We'll be able to, if, um, It'd be interesting to see if we if Portland plays. Um, a lot of people are saying with well, Katie out, you know, they might not be able to. But I always tell people all the time, um, Golden State is Golden State without KD. So, <laughs> well, I take it back. A little bit of the bench is going now, so their bench is not as deep as it used to be. But um, at the same time, you still have Steph, Clay, um, uh, Iguodala, you know, all those players on the team. And it's like Cousins might come back. Um, yeah, see, there you go. And that's a that's a huge presence down there in the paint. Um, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, Portland has been playing their heart out. Dame Dalla, um has been really uh, going in and, and trying to work his magic to get to where he needs to go. And um, yeah. yeah, I see he got a new interview with uh, Taylor Rooks, and he was explaining how you know Golden State is that team where you can be whooping their ass by fifteen, and there's two minutes left. Next yeah. thing you know, they win it, and you're like, "What happened?" So you know. But that's the thing it's, with the Bucks. If they play against Golden State, they really have to go ahead and and get creative. Keep it going. Yeah. yeah, and once we, because we dominate, we dominate in third quarter. If you notice, like mm-hmm. when we played Celtics, we were losing the first half. The second half, we just dominated. Um, but once we get a lead, we're keeping that lead. But with Golden State, you can't do that. You can not only keep the lead, but you have to accelerate on the lead, step on that kind mm-hmm. of So. Like I said, excited I think they got to the Didn't they beat them this year once or? Yeah, we beat them. We beat them. We beat both them times, maybe? Yeah, we beat them. I don't know if it's both times, I don't know. but I, we always beat them. Well, I don't know about that now. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we definitely beat them. Um, 
Yeah. But yeah, I think we yeah. can do it. We could pull it off. We just yeah. have to be really focused and really determined to win. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Uncle Yanni. All right. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that nigga younger than us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dude, I did not know uh Kawhi was twenty seven. I thought the nigga 27? was thirty five, bro. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, that's cats like, by our age and John. Like it's crazy. I, but I yeah, I know that, but just him, I know Giannis is younger, but just knowing that dude is only twenty seven, like, cause I didn't think about it because he maybe because he played for the Spurs. And the Spurs always gave me this old vibe, so I never yeah. paid attention to him. So I was other I think right before he hit the game winner, I would Google that because I had tweeted that right before he hit the game winner. I'm like, how old is this nigga? I'm like, why ain't tell me he was twenty seven? I thought he was like 35, but yeah. um, he's gonna be 28. I think y'all got the same birthday, damn near. I think uh, it says sometime in June. Um, I see you act like a Gemini. Weirdo. Oh. All right. Uh, shout out to the Bucks, though. <laughs> keep, it, keep, keep it going, guys. Talking ass. All right. Let's talk about um, the Granville Station, that whole area. We talked about how they're removing all the shit from over there. Did I put this or somebody else put this? I put this. Um, oh, okay. I, that's what I was gonna put then. Never mind. Okay, Go ahead. okay. Look at that. You're on the Um, Oh my god! So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, Granville Station. So Granville Station is looking to actually create, recreate the uh, Sherman Phoenix vibe um, mm-hmm. in the Brown Deer area. So, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm childish because my brain just like I just got a new. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my okay, god! Sorry. <laughs> so where the Joanne Fabric stores and things like that um, in the Northridge area, um, they're planning on knocking some of those places down and actually creating uh, halls and um, where they can do multiple booths and stuff like that. Like if you have been in the Sherman Phoenix, sort of that type of vibe and feeling um, where, you know, different uh, restaurants, local artisans and things of that nature can actually, um, you know, rent rent some of that spot, rent some of that space out and uh, actually utilize it for their own business. Um, so, you know, I did not know that Northridge closed 2003. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, they're knocking a lot of things down over there. So uh, they need, they got a lot of space to go ahead and recreate that. A shitload of space. A Shit. lot of space. Out there. Um, so one of the uh, women uh, from the Wisconsin Women's Business Initiative Corp said they get calls every week from folks that want to um, that want or who are interested in actually doing uh, getting some business there. He said the goal is to be funnel is to funnel them through the connection and essentially become a standalone at some point and then let someone else come through the pop- pipeline. We would do uh, a lot of intense business development. So. Um, that's kind of dope. So you kind of, you know, you're starting starting out and you really don't have the uh, capital to actually get your own standalone store. You can rent that space out, do what you got to do, make the money, go finally get your own store and then someone else can move in and take your spot. So I think that's a dope. That's a dope um, idea. Um, like I said, sort of like the sort of Chairman Phoenix, um, the, the wing boss was just opened up not too long ago. And I, I love their concept of. um you don't have to really talk to anyone to actually order the wings. You can just go up to a little kiosk, get your wings, get your combo. You can even ask for just all flats or all uh, drummies for your nasty motherfuckers. And um, I think it's, I think it's, 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 it's a dope, um, it's a dope vibe. And um, also too, I got to tell y'all off air, <laughs> um, there might be some opp- opportunities. Uh, there might be some opportunities for uh, for us if possible. We get our money together. Um, I just learned something about um, the Sherman Phoenix and the type of thing we could do. But uh, what do y'all think about that, though? Well, I started saying I think it's dope because ain't shit over there. And a lot of people move from that yeah. area um, because ain't shit over there. Um, and, um, yeah, I think it's good to kind of move it out 
somewhere else and to kind of expand the theme and the idea of it. Um, I've seen some people sharing it on Facebook, kind of like, hey, don't bring that shit out here. And I'm like, eh? mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I'm tired of Rocky Coco's pizza. That's all they got over here. I love their spaghetti and big ass meatballs. Yeah, but... they got Rocky Coco's? I used to always get their spaghetti. Really? Yes. Wow. They make, I don't like... even know they serve that. Yeah, it's good. And they bread sticks be off the chain. Yeah, but ain't shit out there. Um, I remember, I just think about back in the day, like you had Toys R Us. I used to love going to Toys R Us, Best Buy, all that used to be out there. So I think it's it's good to, I guess, revive that area. And and I don't know, because I know they tried to do it with the whole Granville Station thing, and that shit went under. Um, You see Home Depot was out there for two days. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think it's, yeah, they moved it down the street. Um, I think they moved it to the one on Silver Spring, and then people were complaining. Then they moved it down to um, further down the street on uh, Brown Deer Road. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think it's dope, though. I'm excited to see what happens. It's a CBD shop just opened up. Um, they just had their grand opening like two weeks ago called True Cannabis. I haven't been in there yet, but um, I think that's dope for them to open up a CBD shop that's in this Your area. Cords. Oh, and it's in this area. Um I think uh, that's you know that's a random that's a random location to put it. It's right there by uh, 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 Wendy's. Wendy's over there where the cricket store used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I used to, that Firestone I used to go to. Yep, yep, right over there. It's like right you over said there. They survived. So, so yeah, Lassie, what about you? you coming over here? Um, I think it's dope. Honestly, just thinking um, about like what they've done with Sherman Phoenix and. I know recently, I mean, not recently, but in the past, we've talked about, like, what they want to do with the grand and things like that. Like, in a in a world where apocalypse is happening everywhere, I mean, look at Charlotte Roos. They just closed all their stores. Now they're talking about something, we're going to reopen a hundred of them. Whatever. I'm sick of them. But um, just, I feel like the idea of getting the most use out of these spaces mm-hmm. is the best idea. Instead of having five stores, we could have like 20 different stores, you know, not stores, but, you know, people that offer different type of services, right, businesses. And that way we don't have to worry about, oh, what if this store goes bankrupt and they're not here within a year or whatever the case may be. Um, So, yeah, I'm looking forward to see what they do with it and okay, so all that good stuff. Why do you think the... um... The Sherman, I'm not, I'm not gonna say Sherman Phoenix is successful, but it's, it was raved after. So why do you think like a Sherman Phoenix, or in this case too, a Granville Station, um, is more raved about than, uh, say, say a Boston, a Boston, um, a Boston, but a, a Bayshore well, renovation? Like it's, it's more of a boutique be, thing. So why, 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 why would you? I think it's that? easier to support people that you know. I think a lot of people know some of the people who oh, do stuff okay. in Sherman Phoenix. Point. Number one, number two, Bayshore is asking for a lot of money. Um, when it's like, well, this kind of on y'all because whoever thought about having an outside mall in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, obviously wasn't really thinking, in my opinion, just because, like I said before, we weren't never really meant to thrive with an outdoor mall. This is in Florida. I've been to the outdoor malls in Florida, and the only thing that was an issue was rain, but. In Florida, it rains for five minutes and then it stops. Yep. So that was that really wasn't a problem either. But here we have to worry about cold, and nobody wants to walk outside from the Apple Store to right Forever Twenty One. You know, mm, yep. if if Make I'm gonna go, hard. if I'm gonna go to Bayshore, it's probably only gonna be the main side of the mall where 
Forever 21 and Charlie Roos and all those stores are. Any of the other stores, I'm probably going to be like, fuck it, because I'm not walking outside. Um, so they're enclosing the Bayshore, right? They're, now they're going to enclose it, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they're going to make it all inside. I, I believe so. I could be uh, totally wrong. I, I don't, I don't got time to do a big short. I mean, I might still go, but, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, I was going to say point. also my uh, second point was because of what happened in that Sherman Park area, this is kind of like something positive for the people who live in that area. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So I think those are some of the reasons why people rave about Sherman Phoenix um, as opposed to giving Bayshore $35 million to redo whatever they want to do yeah i have to check and see like what uh, i don't i don't know how i would be able to see but check and see the numbers for sherman phoenix because when i go there it's not not a whole lot of people there that are there but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious to see how much traffic they get people um, talk about it so much that's yeah. why i that's why i thought they stayed busy i you're honestly probably the first person who told me like nah when i went it wasn't that many people no no there's a couple times i know a lot of people that um they do a lot of um events and stuff like that like the last time i went um i went saturday just to get some wings and then the last saturday after that i went because uh imani had a a pop-up waffle bar um at the shindig coffee so um i just was there supporting but i'm curious to see how this granville station is going to do and um like i said uh I think there might be some opportunities for us. Um, like I said, I'll let y'all know after the show. But yeah, shout out to the oh, No, I think that um, I didn't even get to answer that one part. Um, oh, yeah, I think it, it thrives because, um, first of all, it involves like black people in the city mm-hmm. of like Milwaukee, where it seems to not be a lot of opportunity for us when there's something in the area like a Sherman Park area versus mm-hmm. like a downtown or something like that. Um, it intrigues people. And then on top of that, when businesses start like that, little boutiques of people trying to make a way, like Lassie said, people want to support. Um, so I think, honestly, first, the initial hype, the area, um, who's involved, of course. And then if you could like link that to some type of expansion like the Granville Station, I'm just curious to see what happens with it. Yeah. Um, other than that, um, I don't know. I just think it's all dope ideas and um, people uh, using the who's that Corey Hocum? I know he's a sick individual, but he's like, you know, people love trauma and pain. So when the pain came with it initially, what happened with the area, seeing it built back up, um, people like, let's see what this is about and seeing that it is dope. And it's not like huge vendors, like a forever 21. That's another thing. So you got to think about some of these people. That's why some people, when they have gas stations, they don't have like a sick go or they don't have a main chain name. Cause it's, it's money attached to that. So if you have, you know, Andy's, you know, gas station and shit. You just paying for Andy's gas station, not the sitgo name and shit. So like little shit like that too. You don't if you and that's going to having like a little um I guess boutique or having your store in the base shore, you gotta pay all the extra fees and stuff. Right. I don't know what it is for Sherman Phoenix, but I'm sure it's not as much as it is um at like a base shore or something too. And motherfuckers yeah. like because it's one of them people that's actually in Sherman Phoenix that was in the grand because me and Liz went um, one time spring on lunch, wall, fresh spring wall, something. Yeah, wall. yeah, and I think they prices, um, they seem to be a little bit high, but I'm like, okay, it's, it's probably a, it's family owned business, it's, it's pretty new, and I'm like, but they in the grand though, um, so you know they didn't really have that many options, and uh, over time they people started closing. I'm like, damn, they closed a uh, subway. Yeah. Um. That's so why, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I was saying. A lot of people say, "Oh, you know, some of those prices are high." Well, you figure mm-hmm. they're source, they're they're new and they're sourcing it um themselves. So you know, you're not 
you're not right. getting it like like you said with the Forever Twenty One or Charlotte mm-hmm. Luce or what have you. They're getting it from their supply chain. They bring it into the store, blah blah blah. But here, you're actually sourcing it yourself. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, well, one thing I am curious though to know is I hope that with the Brown Deer area area, even though it's a lot of black people have moved in in uh, Brown Deer, um, I'm just hoping that they will allow African Americans, black people, to um, uh, utilize those spaces um, solely for you know solely for their business. So I'm curious to see that. We'll see. A lot of the people already moved out, so yeah. <laughs> um all right, let's move on to uh power. They say there's a big rich town. About to unplug it. Right. I just well, hey, it's about that time. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna watch it. What? It, it was, the last season was trash. No, I didn't put this. Marjorie, you put this? Mm-mm, I didn't put that. Did I put this? Maybe I put yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I really Dang, nigga. <laughs> I really because I ain't finished last season, so I, I, I really, me neither. I was like, Shit. I really don't remember putting it, but um, damn, I really don't. That's fucked up. Okay. But well, yeah, you know, it's uh last season of Power. Fifty Cent announced there's four spinoffs that he has coming from it or his own shit. So, you know, and they they own shit. They don't give a fuck. But other than that, I think it's time. I watched the last season. You know, it probably could have been better, but I mean, when I'm invested into a show, bitch, I want to see what happened. Facts. So um, I'm gonna definitely watch. So I'm just gonna finish it up and we'll call it an evening. And I think outside of that, you that's for me, funny. I like the characters and shit like that. So, um, yeah, that's just pretty much it. It's the last season, and um, it's yeah. just, they they're ending Star too. I heard, and I didn't even get back <sighs> into it. And they Empire, they announced it today. I think they said next season is gonna be the yes. last Empire. So, yes. um. I'm happy. I don't know. I, I don't know. I was I gonna say I'm happy, happy to hear about Empire only because I feel like Empire. Every time I try to catch up, I catch up, and then I then I miss an episode, and then so much has happened, and I'd be like, "Fuck it, done." But Star to me, Star was really good. I don't feel that Star deserved to get canceled, but hey, yeah, I heard that, but I haven't even like I was watching it last year, then it ended, and then I, I didn't like the last season the way it started. It was just kind of slow, and then when she was pregnant, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" So I just stopped. So I'm a, I think once this season ends, I'm gonna go back and finish it all up. But I think with those yeah. shows, when I heard Star was canceled, I was like, "Good, not good riddance." But I was like, "Okay, it makes sense because, um, like like shows like Empire and Star, like they." They they start off with the with the controversy like you know oh snap it's a gay character on here and this is different like it's music based like we never see anything like this and then sort of in the middle of the season that's when like the crazy shit start happening you get all these this crazy storyline and such and such did this and that and then next thing you True. know now now then it's kind of like now that initial hype and that uh craziness in the middle kind of dies down it's kind of like where do you go from here. It's like, oh, we got to end it. And then, of course, with Jamal, well, not Jamal, what's his name? Um, what's dude name? Real name? Um, Jesse Smollett. Smollett. But I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't think, honestly, didn't think Empire would last long because the whole idea of the beginning was dude had the damn uh, whatever the shit. I don't even know what the shit is called no more. Um, the disease that Lucius had, and oh. that that right, ended, yeah, like he's sick. Yeah, and then it came out that it wasn't that. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, I didn't have a problem with it, but I'm like, cool. Um. But yeah, so I that, and then when Star came, I didn't watch it until I know Lassie was raving about it, and I think one of my coworkers back home, I was telling them to watch Insecure, and they couldn't find it on something, so they thought I was fucking talking about Star. I'm like, I don't even watch that show. <laughs> but then they started watching it. I was like, yeah, me and my mom would be watching that. It's so good. I'm like, that's not what I was talking about. Cool. Um, so yeah, I started watching it. I think last summer when we came to Houston, I was catching up and shit, and um, yeah, I just didn't like the way it started, but I heard it was good, because I listened to the Friend Zone, and 
Lots of you will love Dustin does a great like his TV time when he talks about like all the good shows. This nigga be having me rolling, and he talks about Star and, and Brandy and all that, and he be doing the Housewives. Like he be having me fucking weak. Like it's so he's so perfect at that. But other than that, yeah, I just think um, you know, all, those are both Lee Daniels' shows. So I think right. um, something must yeah. be going on. So a lot, of, you know, it's just time. I remember when um, Empire started. I think I was finishing up my senior year at, at UWM. So. Just to see some of these shows come and go, you know, it's it's interesting. Speaking oh, of shows, uh, let's talk about the shy. So, Marjorie, um, you watch the shy? I haven't watched. I haven't started watching this new season. I watched the ending of the last episode when the grandma got her ass beat, and that was like, I was like, oh my god, I was whew, Loki, Lord of mercy, Loki. I didn't want to go back and watch the next episode because I was that was a lot. That was that, a was, lot. that was it was. I remember Charlamagne was on a Breakfast Club. Like y'all didn't have to do that old lady. Like. <laughs> like, like <laughs> She's like, oh, I can come back, and then yeah, and that's what's so fucked up because motherfuckers is that evil though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I think I think it was terrible to watch, but it's the truth. Like niggas is that true. evil. It right. was so disturbing though. And, and I was living in Chicago and... though, and seeing that though, like they yeah. already think our city that crazy. Like either a, you see that in Chicago. This what I'm saying. Either a they they know it happened and be like, man, we don't do that all that now. Come on now, come on, come on up. But I don't know. Well, well, Lena Wave said that they be on her ass, so ask a Chicago nigga. So, mm. but anyway, Lassie, go ahead. Um, I was just gonna ask, like, what did y'all think? What do y'all think of the season so far? I know, Moanjay, you said you haven't watched it since then, but to me, they're focusing this season around Ronnie, mm-hmm. which is the dude who uh, killed Jason in season one. If you haven't seen it, sorry, spoiler. Yeah, like a year, yeah. but um. Yeah, they're they're focusing around Ronnie, and I find it hard to connect and feel, mm-hmm. um, you know, bad for him only because it's like I just got up. It's hard what? for me to feel for him, but then kind of when he had the conversation with Common in the uh, last episode, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, what? It kind of made me be like, oh, what? I guess I was I kind of was like, damn, people do be kind of harsh on people, but at the same time, um, you know, my boyfriend is like, well, he wasn't he wasn't trying to kill Coogie. I'm like, he wasn't trying to kill Coogie. Did we watch the same show or? Wait, well, I mean, not. the thing is, he was under the impression that Coogie killed his son. So right, but he didn't know, so that doesn't but, make it right for you to go he, kill him. He saw, he saw. Even if he didn't know that he killed him, he saw that this boy had something that he gave his son. So natural, your natural inclination be, would be, oh, you did something to my son. Whether you killed, you stole from my son while he was dead, or you took his shoes, and I think he tied Maybe his necklace. He stole from him while he was alive. Damn. Uh, it, it, but that's even worse, you know. I mean, now my son go back and tell, but you know, it's well, I don't know. Uh, stealing from a dead person is kind of bad, but um, I had to. at least they can't fight back. But um, that's no, terrible. when that lady spit in his face, though, I was like, ooh, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, ooh, yeah, mother. <laughs> ooh. Um, no, I think the last episode that's I wanted funny. to I wanted to touch on. I thought it was a great scene with um, I can never remember these little niggas' names. Take a lot of more uh, character. What's the oh, uh, Kevin? No, no, no. Kevin, yeah. When he went with the, he went to Jason House. Well, first before that, he was like trying to link up with him, and he like, you know, I'm busy, yeah. little nigga, but you know, come hang with me. You good? And because his dad had just died, and he was right. like, and it's to see like these young black men or kids, I should say, I yeah. should know, man, and even just black people, young black children going through certain things, and he didn't really have a relationship with his dad. He don't really know why. He just know that, in his opinion, he wasn't there, but really, it had something to do with his mom. 
um, it, their their relationship and her kind of you know starting her new life with her her lady or whatever, and you kind of hear that at the conversation at the funeral. Uh, but anyway, so when he saw Jason on his truck with the the Jason Lattimore character, um, and he was just like, you know, you got some time, and he's like, you know, I'm kind of busy, but you know, I, I got some help already. You good? And he's like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm straight. So then he's like, you know where I live? Hit me up. So he showed up at his house. And he kind of, you know, ended up telling him, like, you know, my dad got killed. And then, you know, Jason, like, shit, my dad got killed when I was four. Like, I don't even, I didn't even know. And, you know, he was like, sad? Like, what's good? And then he was like, right. can, you, can you line me up? Because Keisha always told me he's fucking lining. And <laughs> as he was lining him up, he was just like, you know, do you miss him or whatever? And they just had like this, it was like a very intimate it was, moment. That was really, a great that scene. That you want to go watch it. Nothing no, it was, was really, it was great. yeah, nothing was really like said, but you can feel everything in that moment. And then it kind of ended right. with him, like, <clears throat> with his hands, with his face in his hands, like crying because like he, that that's the moment he really got to let his emotions out. And just to see like him doing it in front of this black man that he knows, but you know what I'm saying? He barely knows, but gives him something to make him feel comfortable to do that. And those mm-hmm. moments you don't really get to see on TV. Um, so I think it's, it's just important for black people and then black men and black boys to have that space. Um to feel their 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 feelings, you know. Definitely. So, yeah. Also, I really really love Kevin and Maisha and their character mm-hmm. development with each other. Mm-hmm. Kevin bigger, is still, right? yeah. Kevin okay. is still kind of like downing her, mm-hmm. but then in this last episode, I was like, oh, it was so. Cute. She didn't look cute, did she? Don't mind mine. So I like <laughs> I like the development that they're putting with them and again the the relationship that he has with Brandon and now the relationship that Emmett and Brandon are mm-hmm. forming um because I like that too. uh Emmett even though he talked so damn much mm-hmm. he ain't got nowhere to go <laughs> I love the social media part when they were talking he was like little nigga I don't got time to be following you he, he yes I loved it like, Look, nigga, like it's and a this fucking, is how we get money. Right. It's a fucking like, you know, race going down here at this park over here. So you know, if we go, motherfuckers gonna be hungry, standing on chair. Like he, like oh, and he's like, why you follow me back on Twitter? He's like, nigga, I ain't got time to be doing that. Give <laughs> your phone. It takes two seconds, bro, and they taking pictures and then it's everything links together. He getting caught up exactly. with his crazy ass baby mama. First of all, my dumb ass didn't even click. Sorry, call me slow. I didn't realize that Keisha. Kevin's sister was the one that was fucking Jacob Lattimore character. Yeah, I didn't, didn't even realize. What? Yeah. I knew that. I didn't because it hasn't happened in so long. I'm like, right. what the fuck yeah, you doing with him? And I'm like, you oh. said, what's your name, girl? Right. And then she fucking the you damn breakfast. So that's what made me crack up laughing. Uh, what's his name? Kevin said, since when what's his damn name? Jacob Lattimore character again. Emmett. 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 He was like, since when Emmett driving a BMW? <laughs> girl, I was like, ooh. <laughs> And then oh when we found God. out who it was, I was like, oh, she um being grown, grown. She's fucking the track coach. Um, oh, hey, better than what I thought she I thought she's out here uh, a thug ass I, was nigga. Like, I thought she was fucking a thug ass nigga low key. Girl, I thought um, she was Emmett, out here about Emmett's, to go work Emmett's the block. girlfriend or the uh, chick he was missing? Keisha. Keisha. Girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, but no, um, mm. yeah, it's, I gotta it's watch. been, yeah. been good, Moanje. I think you would appreciate some of the, the scenes with the, the dialogue. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I enjoy. And I enjoy yeah. Lena Waithe as a as a, a producer and writer. I love yeah. her she was great. Stuff. I thought Boomerang. I thought I thought Boomerang was slept on. A lot of people said it was trash, but I thought it was kind of slept on. I liked it for it's what a, it was. Yeah, honestly. for what it was. Like yeah. and, and you know, coming off of the movie, like yeah, of course. Because I, I was telling my parents about it, it was like, Ugh, they shouldn't have did that. And I'm like, no, you gotta give it a chance. <laughs> Give it a chance, but um, shout out to Lena Wade. Yeah, I'm gonna go me. back. See, it's a whole bunch of shows I got to go back and watch. Like, yeah, it's, it's, and that's, that's it's, thing, like when I'm sitting here, like I can't think of shit to watch, and I, my black ass go to PBS and start watching documentaries. Um, but then I, when I be somewhere else, I be like, damn, I gotta watch that. So, 
Um, shout out to the shy and Lena Way. Uh, good job. I think it. I think it got renewed for a third season too. Oh, so. yeah, hey, yeah, I've seen that. Go. Yeah, I've seen that. It's just tough so. to balance all this stuff. I think you were mentioning, Risa. You said trying to listen to music and podcasts, and then trying to watch and TV. Watch TV. Uh, it's like, damn, you just don't have yeah. enough time in the day, and you're trying to consume all this content, but you just don't know what to choose from. Yeah, then yeah. the reading shit. Like, mm-hmm. goddamn. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's move on to. Let's move on to random. Thank your, you. Your motherfucking feet gonna get numb and shit. It does. Yeah, all the time. Every time <laughs> I read a chapter and shit. I gotta stand up. Like, Ooh. That That's just the worst, especially when you about to sink and you falling over. Anyway. Um let's move on to uh random shit of the week slash my weekly revelations. Um, I was thinking about this the other day. I was I got like this old school playlist. And then, mm. you know, after kind of like, you know, when you listen to your parents and what they listen to, or maybe even your grandparents. My question for y'all this week is like, what artist or group do you think you would have been like the ultimate fan of back in the 70s or 80s? Not 90s, 70s or 80s. You can even go 60s, but so like what artist group like that you feel like the person, think about the the person, the rapper you like now, who do you think you'd have been like the fan of back then? Uh, Earth, Wind & Fire, most definitely. Um, Just the... The composition that they play. First of all, you think you're saying the set sixties or you said the seventies and the eighties, these are people mm-hmm. that are most likely playing their own instruments. Right. Uh, and singing at the same time, playing multiple instruments. That's um, one of the things my dad used to say to me a lot growing up. He used mm-hmm. to be like, you know, Y'all ain't never y'all don't play your own damn drums. We we can hear the percussion. We can hear this. We can hear that. Y'all got the damn studio. And I'm like, so what, nigga? Shit. But then I understand what he's saying when I go back and listen to these old songs. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it was uh, back then. It was I I, I guess like the it was kind of aspect of it. Yeah, but it was kind of cheaper to you can get a you can get a musician to do it for you know x amount of dollars back then, or you just cheated him out his money. Like now, people are mm-hmm. smarter. So they're not going to just do it for free or do it for, you know. Not even that. I just think technology advanced. But I'm saying I think then I I could see what he meant as far as getting that live feel. Hearing like somebody actually playing the drums like in the song or like going to a concert or just not having to set up all the stuff as far as technology based. But just more so like the drums and getting that. So I could see what he meant, especially just hearing the stories my mom and them tell about going to see different bands and shit. So Yeah, technology plays a part, too. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think nobody ain't gonna spend that much money to like you want a live instrumentation on your album, and ain't, ain't nobody gonna spend that money for you. Well, I mean, yeah. that's besides the point. I'm just saying, like, just hearing it, <laughs> just hearing it is different. That's what he was saying. So, um, you said Earth, Wind, and Fire. What about you, Lassie? Um, I got like four people because when I saw it, I looked, I looked up some people who were like popping back in mm-hmm. the '70s. So, I, of course, the Isley Brothers. I was just gonna I say that was gonna them. be my first one. Uh, Al Green. Uh, Donna Summer mm-hmm. and Pink Floyd. So those are my four. I love you, baby. Yeah. Um. Interesting. Why Donna Summer? Uh, I don't know. Just because of that song, mm-hmm. and so obviously growing up, we grew up with the '90s shows, and I can't think of the mm-hmm. name. I want to say Steve Urkel, Family Matters. She mm-hmm. played the aunt on Family Matters, and when I found out that she was a real life singer. I was like, oh, let me go listen to some of her music. And I got into a few of of her songs. So I would have definitely been a fan of Donna Summer. Just because, I mean, obviously, because we weren't there at the time, we had to get into them later. It's a rare condition. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. Um... I would definitely say, because that's what I was listening to, actually, the Isley Brothers. And it just brought so much, like, 
funk and just like I don't know, like they just have different vibes to their music. And I was listening to Voyage to Atlantis and just knowing that they were some of they were like brothers and shit. So you got somebody playing a guitar, the singing ass nigga, like. And I think to me, when I think about the times, I think everything kind of was the same dynamic in a sense. Like sometimes mm-hmm. there, was, there was more groups back then. Right. Somebody want to break apart and shit. Um, I think oh, I think off top, I would have been a fan of them. Izzy Brothers, Teddy P, I would have been going, I already know. Because um, first when, when we watched the thing and the chick was like, oh, he's so hairy. I'm like, hairy? But I'm like, that was the time though. So you never know. Uh, plus I like niggas with beards and shit. So, mm-hmm. um. Let's see, Teddy P, probably Al Green, because my mom listened to a lot of Al Green. DeBarge, I would have been a fan. Yes, definitely sure. DeBarge. I love DeBarge. Shalimar, probably just for that one song, but I love Shalimar too. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think more 80s. Um, I probably would have been a fan of the hip-hop phase coming around. Um, LL was a cool-ass nigga type shit for what it was, you know, back then. So mm-hmm. I just think of how music evolved, and I was just thinking about that the other day. Like, Can you imagine your mom and them at a concert just screaming and shit? Like... I remember I had a friend, her mom was a little bit older than my mom, and she liked, um, I think it was Teddy P or Barry White, one of them. And she used to always talk about going to their concerts and throwing her panties and shit. I'm like, mama? Like, I don't want to see that cool. shit. Mm-hmm. So just to think Nasty about, ass. like, but, but think about how you not be going, but you say, oh, I like this person. And then, you know, 20 years from now, you tell your kids, like, oh, nigga, I like Summer Walker. And they like, her old ass. Like, <laughs> like literally That's think crazy. about that. That's crazy, because her shit manufactured. That shit might be sitting low. Yeah, but just think about that shit. Like, just like, Her just the music. Is, oh my god! Even now, we hear Mary, but that shit still stick with us. Like, we <clears> talking <throat> about that at work. How when you singing Mary J songs back in the day, you just mm, now you be like, you take me away. <laughs> <laughs> like you feel that is so timeless, though. It's just, yeah, uh, it was. I really that's think that's like the timeless era. Like for real, like, it is. It is everything. Well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of original shit too, but they did sample mm-hmm. a lot of shit from back in the '80s. And 70s. I was just gonna say a lot of it, like a lot of it. So I just think, yeah, them is them is my my people. I was like Isley Brothers, Teddy P, um, shit like Al Green. My mama loves some Al Green. Yeah, um, just <laughs> that shit. We we grew up in the '90s. That shit crazy. It was a good time. We, I think, we grew up in a point where we don't really remember some stuff like because the early we were kids. 90s, of course, yeah. yeah, but like, I think I remember. I have highlights to some things. I think my my real memories honestly started <laughs> with like the early two thousands, like yeah. remembering doing this. But I just remember playing outside as a kid and singing Kirk Fra- Franklin Car- Stomp and shit. So who said makes me clap my hands, makes me wanna dance right? This is Tommy. We said a little. uh little chorus and shit on the porch. I was like, <laughs> like six and shit. He said, my brothers can't you see? <laughs> oh. um, but nah, that was my question for y'all. How, I, wanna, I really want to ask, how old were y'all when y'all realized that Kirk Franklin was not singing the songs and he was just in the background? Put your hands together. GP, are you with me? <laughs> well, I remember in the music video, he wasn't, um, he was just, you know, moving around and stuff like that. But I didn't know. I didn't know the the crazy thing is I didn't know he had a porn addiction. <laughs> That's the crazy shit. Part. It's a lot of the gospel artists. You'd be like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, my, it's right. so funny because my he 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 kind of tell me the backstory a lot of stuff. Like it's like they normal just like everybody else, but they have to put on that image because the gospel community is so judgmental. And it's a mm-hmm. lot of them just just out there that's gay and just they just can't mm-hmm. say that they gay because yeah. But when you see him, you see him out on like a Stellar Awards or something like that, you be like, man, mm-hmm. he be a little sweet. Uh, she might be going. So, 
Let me ask uh, before we change, what song do you think would have been like your shit back in the day? Like when that shit come on, that's your shit. Like, oh man, fucking around with happy it. people, happy people, uh, or good, uh, what's it, good feelings with, um, uh, uh, Frankie Bailey and Maze, yeah. But happy feelings, happy feelings, yeah. I said happy feelings, happy feelings, yeah. Um, Southern Girl, oh, like just little songs like that, just go off. Imagine saying like your grandma whining at the party with high white jeans on. Curtis Mayfield, I'm your brother, I'm your man. Oh god! Hey, I didn't even realize that was the song on uh, Friday and shit. He was so such a genius back then, like to just What's up, Smokey? soundtrack. Fuck um, you! <laughs> oh my god, just so many things, and then the Motown air. Mm, yeah, oh, just yeah. What about you, Lassie? Point one. Sorry. Um, because I mean, you really can't though, because you could just you could just keep throwing it out. Part of me want to say On the Radio by Donna Summer, but then I, I love, 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 love Al Green, so literally anything by him. He got so many joints that, that wasn't, shit. like, popular. That's yeah, Matt. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My mama got like, oh, my God. Like, how do you do that? Let's look at that. My mama. <laughs> <laughs> nigga. My like, mama got the CD in her car, and she played and it started with the same. Every time we get in the car, my brain be like, all right, turn the car on. I can't believe that it's real. <laughs> <laughs> said, the way that you make me feel. I put her on one song. I was like, you heard this song? You heard mama? You heard this song? Oh, God. Like, I ain't heard that one. I ain't put that on my thing for me. I'm like, all right, cool. Oh, God. Um, I love Voyage to Atlantis. That's one of my favorite songs. It's just so sweet. Um, I love Footsteps in the Dark. I love, you already know, the best song in the world to me is Shalimar. This is for the lover in you. Shout out to, um, how was it, Her- Howard Hewitt, whatever his name is. After seven. He, he wrote the fuck out of that song. Like, mm-hmm. he, wrote, he wrote the- Howard end. Hewitt. That made me think of bats. Girl, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> he wrote the <laughs> fuck out of that song. That's my song. Shalimar, ah. Uh, Oh, I love that song. I love the I love my DeBarge. I remember I had my DeBarge face. Like so many samples came from DeBarge. Um, you put me on DeBarge. I remember I was in high school. I never forget. And Stacey used to be looking at me like, and now motherfuckers have be having that shit slapping. I remember Daryl used to look at me like, bitch, no. And then he'd be in the car like This is so 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 nostalgic. Like that puts it me, is. It puts me at a time where we were my 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 parents' old apartment and they would be cleaning up and I, I'm in the living room playing PlayStation, and they clean it up in the background and say, get your ass up and help, you know, shit like that. Right. But you can hear Shalomar in the background. They, they got your parents cussed at you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, man, I got my ass whooped. Um, <laughs> listen, to, listen to that shit. So this is yeah. my dad was talking about. You say you can hear it. Now, listen to what the niggas say. He, they really asked questions back then. That's the problem. Yep. Hell yeah. You said, damn, are we? He said, are we really sure? Are mm-hmm. we? Do I really like this thing? Like, that's just what it did for me. Like, I just... <clears throat> I said, I think he cheating on me. But, you know. <laughs> those, those songs made you feel. Yeah. Just listen, listen, listen. Just, 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 let's just take a second. And then you gotta ask yourself a question. Here we go. 
Yes, this my song. I'm so petty. Got the mellow ones here. Wait, what'd you say? What'd you say? <laughs> I keep hearing footsteps, baby. You said in the dark. Imagine being in the studio when that was made. Was it that's a hit, nigga? But no, that's all I have for that. Shout out to Taxi. Yeah, yeah, Taxi. Taxi. Right. You know what? Who's that lady? Who's that lady? Sexy lady. Teddy P, Ladies and Greatest Love. I'm still playing it at my wedding. Right, That shit slapped too. I said, I've been so It made me think of the wood and shit. But yeah, shout out to Ready or Not. And uh i'll give you every and every time i hear that song they every time they hear that song they just stop and just they just they just dance i'm like that's crazy that's crazy yeah i think just just, so we can go on and on that made me think of that one episode we just when we was together we just started playing music that Mm -hmm. shit slapped too Robbie Um, karaoke right that shit was All right, uh, I want to move on real quick to. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to Ari Lennox. Like, that's my soul sister. And um, her album just came out last Monday. And it slaps as I expected it to. Um, okay. If people don't know, she's with uh, Dreamville, the first lady of Dreamville. And um, she's just down to earth. Like, I don't know if you ever watched just her live. She just be, seems like she'd be bored sometimes, but she's just a regular ass person. So, um, yeah, shout out to Ari. It's um We didn't talk about this on the um radio show, but Dreamville or T D E. At this it, point at this point I'm going with Dreamville. I have to say T D E. I'm torn. Because the only TDE. people I listen to in Dreamville would be J. Cole and now Ari. I don't listen to any any of the other ones. J I D. But the thing is like the reason why I'm I'm having a tough time because like they're the antithesis of each other. Like they got a woman, mm-hmm. they got they got the the headliner, J. Cole. The tethers. And, yeah, the te- yeah, exactly. Like for real. And it's just uh, and it's, it's, it's See, that's the thing for me. I don't listen to nobody in uh T D E but Scissor. So <laughs> I don't I don't listen to Kendrick like that. I don't but like I think for me the reason how I really got on uh Dreamville was because of course J. Cole, but I think that's how I found Ari. I just think I typed him in um iTunes a while ago and um I seen her and I never heard of her, so I just started listening to her music and then um J. I. D. Boss got some good shit. Um uh, I haven't really listened to Kaz like that. He he really has more like up and coming. Um, Boz and Kaz. Yeah, Boz. Yeah. Yeah, Boz, Kaz, <clears throat> But he's in her song Back. I think they consider both of their songs. The song Backseat, he'd be rapping. But mm. yeah, J.I.D., his album, he has some bar. A lot of people say that he re- they remind him. He reminds them of uh, Kendrick. Um, yeah, but his uh, verse and um, Broke Slap, too. You said Pickle Soap down your throat. You said Nipple Ring. Oh. Coochie ring, licking both, yeah. doing my thing. <laughs> so, wait, 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 what, what, what? When I heard that coochie ring, like, I was like, oh, damn. Somebody was like, wait a minute, you sound like a little low. And he was like, yeah, I had a sore throat that day. I'm like, oh, okay, what was you doing? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so shout out to Dreamville. I, I, I like, I'm, I can say I like what they're doing. I like mm-hmm. that. And then even when they had the people outside of Dreamville come into, uh, was that Atlanta when they had that little Dreamville, um, I guess, that was putting together some music. So I know a lot of people was there and got that little invite. So I think Dreamville is just a little bit more new versus the TDE, but well, they do, that's, they, they, they do the same type of thing, which is crazy. Yeah. Cause they, 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 um, 
they do in in sections like you know Kendrick will drop this section mm-hmm. or this uh quarter and then J J Cole will drop this quarter and then J Cole and Kendrick are supposed to be doing an album together who knows whenever that comes out but that's yeah slap. a while ago that's gonna slap but yeah I, I like both I can't I'm in the middle I like both I don't care shit fuck it yeah I mean because I don't really I have to go into TDE because I haven't really listened I didn't even look look you know that it was a thing until I think when we started recording YBO um. But yeah, I don't know. I'd have to go into no. that to be to be fair. But um, I do like what Dreamville's doing. I can say that. And I actually, I think I listen to Boz a little bit too. So I don't know. It depends. Um, but yeah, shout out to uh, Ari. Uh, what's your favorite song on her joint? Uh, Shea Butter Ooh. Baby. Um, I think for me, my top three are BMO, FaceTime, and um, shit. What was the one you was thinking? Speak. Speak to me. Yeah, that one. Don't speak to me. Uh, yeah, but FaceTime, I love, love, love FaceTime like a lot. Mm-hmm. And BMO, yeah. Moanje, just top of my head, top of my head. Uh, B- BMO, um, new apartment for sure. I just love the end of new apartment. Like, I just love the whole metaphor of new apartment. Like you could use that you can use that shit for anything like that's just they not even just an apartment like you just some new shit like all the shit you're gonna like a new car like all the shit you're gonna <laughs> do in it like i'm gonna put this in it i'm gonna do this to it um so that's dope and uh of course bmo i just love that boom doom, doom. i just love that beat doom, doom. so yeah those two for sure and of course shape butter baby um that's that's the jam there's one more joint little hidden joint in there i forgot the, uh the, like uh, whipped cream is of course good. Is it pop? I think it's pop or I've been. Uh, one of the two. I've been, you know, um, I actually like them all. When I first started, I had favorites. Like my favorites when I first started was oh, up late. I'm sorry, up late. Sorry. Um, my <laughs> favorites when I first started was FaceTime, and then I think broke. But I can just let the whole thing play. Like every day, I, for me, I'm singing the new. I even like static because I like when you understand what they're talking about. Like the reason why I think I liked Ari is because she was intriguing because I didn't know what the fuck she was saying when I first listened to her, and I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? Until I really like listen closely to what she be saying. And she, like you said, she just speak about some real shit as far as the new apartment because I would list like her mixtape foe. I remember she she got one of my favorite songs by her is Backwood, and she made a song about smoking the backwood. And I'm like. I like to hear artists make songs about random shit. Like the new apartment ain't random, but you don't really hear people write songs about just stuff like that. Um, so that's why I, I really like her. Known. Yeah, so that's why I really, really like her. Um, and Fo, like, like to me, like all her songs to me, I really like the ones she put out. Um, even outside of this project, there was a couple that she probably could have put on here, but just didn't. Um, uh, Forty Sides of Choke. She got one song called Grandpa. Uh, basically saying, nigga, why you acting all old? Let me just come fuck you. Like, let a girl come and see you. Ain't gotta be a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. of our, she's like our Erica Badu in a way. Like, the, the I thought song, that when I was listening to the her. Song matter. The song matter is very down to earth, and you can relate to it as opposed to you know other artists. <laughs> Bless you. Oh, Bless you. Uh, <laughs> other artists um, that you get from. So it's good. I, I love. Like I said, I always say. I love where R&B is right now. A lot of people say that, mm-hmm. um, you know, R&B is dead. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not. It's just you got to pick and choose what you want nowadays. So, and, uh, yeah, there's different outlets. There's a lot. of That's all I listen to is R&B now. Like if you go to Escape Tracks, if you ever got a chance to listen to that, like this straight up new R&B of just different artists. It's dope. Yeah, there's a couple of people I follow um, some months ago. Uh, like I said, um, 
Asante on Friendzone. I think he just started a new podcast. He was saying where he he talks about music. So a lot of his music stuff, I don't usually like when people tell me to go listen to somebody. I really usually don't. Um, but that's how I heard of the City Girls through them before they really start popping. Because I remember when I was playing them, y'all was like, what the fuck is she talking about? Um, so yeah, he has a... Yo ass was period. Right. But they... Because when me and Stacey went to go see them in um, Chicago, we came back and I was like, let me just turn on some some shit. JT, and I think was JT I, there yet? Or she was still... She, uh, was... she was still out. She was okay. still out. And um, I think I turned it down. Stacey was like, I like this hood bitch shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> somebody made a good point. Like the beats. No, I don't know if they said the beats, either the beats or the rap. Like kind of rap. Like that's how like Milwaukee women kind of rap. Like that. Real ass bitch. Give yeah. me my... Bless you. Damn, bless yeah. you. Nails yeah. done, not, 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 yeah. Like, it's like, okay. They said Lil Yachty said he wrote that shit, so. Yes, know. he did. Yeah. But yeah, but I mean, I guess it's the presentation of it, too. Yeah, I think oh. it's a part on her verse. But yeah, mm. but no, shout out to, uh, all right, that's my, my sister girl. Y'all know I've been on her for a minute, so it's one of my favorite artists out right now. And I really love J, J. Cole's verse and Shea Butter Baby. Me too. You know? Yeah, I thought I, I was never going to get it, but I got it now. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. And my last thing here, I have uh, this documentary. Like I said, I've been on my documentary kick again on PBS. Uh, I wasn't going to miss having every channel here. Um, uh, it's called The Abortion Divide. So when I went and watched um, the one that recently we talked about, the black business one, there was a couple. No, my coworker, my old coworker mentioned one about Trump and the trade war. So I got to go back and watch that. But I just went back to the ones that I missed. And it was one about the, the abortion divide. And I know in Georgia, they just passed that law um, in regard right. to abortion. So I was like, let me see what it's saying. So a lot of times you get one side of the abortion thing, but I think it did a real good job of breaking down two sides of it. And it wasn't like just a woman going in there scared. It was somewhere they had like the couples, couples were married. It was one woman. I felt, I, I was like almost, I was in tears because she was like, you know, I went in, you know, I'm a businesswoman. I just got divorced. I got two young kids. I think she said four and two or six and four. And she was like, you know, basically to keep it frank, she was fucking with this dude. Didn't really want another baby, you know, had a corporate job, get her shit together. And she was like, it's a no for me. And, you know, they had, they was in the room with her and everything, the cameras. And she was like, um, yeah. And the lady was like, uh, yeah, it's twins. And she was like, wow. And she was kind of like, okay, I got to do what I got to do. And then there was another one. It was so sad. It was this couple. I think it was a white lady and a black dude. And she went up there and I think they already had kids. She laid down and she was like, um, yep, you know, whatever. And then the lady put the little thing up and she was like, yeah, you're having twins. And she, but they, her and the dude was crying like a motherfucker. Like it was, I was over here like, oh shit. Like what the fuck is going on with me? Like it was just too much. And then like, you see the people outside protesting. And then one dude was like, it was a black dude out there. So he started talking to him like, you know how they be, you can do it. This and that, you know, go in there and go get her and bring somebody else out here with her. And then, like, the dude was like, you know, you know, black dude, you know what I'm saying? I can't really make her do, you know what I'm saying? We already got nine kids. I'm like, damn. Nine. So he they, so they said he actually went in there and tried to stop her. But I guess he said she already did. It, it was too late. Um, so then, then it got to the other side of it. Like, you know, people don't understand that some people can't take care of these kids. And, you yeah. know, and it was uh, I think it was based off a PBS documentary from 1983, if I'm not mistaken. So they show how these clinics have changed. Where back then it was just like a couple utensils and you'd be awake for like the surgery. Now they were saying like how they can um, put you to sleep. Like one lady, she put her to sleep and they showed it. And then they show how like they take the fetus and they go in the room and make sure they got, it was just a lot. So I don't oh my. Say it, but it was just to see like that shit. I was like, God 
Damn. Everybody should take a look at it. It is kind of like heartbreaking when you see like, because sometimes you think about just a young woman being there by herself. Like there were actual couples wow. and like married people. And then like it was, they kind of based it on this town in Pennsylvania. Um, uh, like certain people were talking about how they, could, they couldn't afford the kids. And um, it, like I said, they show clips from the one from like 1982 or something like that. And just showing young women like, they do you know about this? And they, they did a good detail of showing. I'm pretty sure people know how it worked just to kind of right. hear it. It was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, and I don't know if that was, was on there when I said they had like the fetus or whatever. They were just making sure and it only take like five minutes. It's just like, I don't know. But it, it kind of ended with this. Um, I forget the name of the type of the facility. And I think it's in um, Pennsylvania somewhere. They were saying that they don't really say, you know, go get an abortion or they don't really bring up contraceptives. They just say, you know, you can basically track your pregnancy or like the times you're ovulating like this. Um, and they were saying, like, they feel like the idea of contraceptives and all that leads to abortion is kind of like a circle. And I'm like, oh. and the way they explained it, it was pretty interesting, um, which made sense too. So I don't know. I think it was just a good documentary though. Um, just knowing like what's going on in Georgia. That's really why I kind of watched it. And I know a lot of people go back and forth about it. And, um, how recent was this documentary again? Um, it came out April 23rd. So very recent. Oh, okay. It was a this, top okay, list. this year. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So, um, it, it, it's, to me, it shed light on both sides. Cause up top, when they're talking about the reasons why you like, I can't, I can't do that. But then you hear like the part, they be like, they tell you, oh, pro-life, don't do this. But who, who the fuck gonna take care of your baby? Who gonna feed it? Who gonna watch it? So like right, yeah. certain stuff like that, I think, <clears throat> I think it did a good job of doing that. But, um, and also, mm-hmm. go ahead. Oh, okay. I'll just go real quick. I was gonna say also people, people who are pro-life are saying, you know, those things, but it's like women are dying having children, especially people of color. Um, Not saying that having an abortion is any easier, but, you know, to force someone to go through, you know, nine months of carrying a child Mm -hmm. and then something happens to them, you know, it's kind of messed up. And like you said, who's going to take care of these kids? Yeah, there is adoption and stuff, but, you know, still. Yeah. What are you going to say, Um, No, this ties into the uh, law that was passed in Georgia, the um, the heartbeat rule, where if, if mm. there's a heartbeat um, on your child, you can't have an it's illegal to have an abortion in Georgia. So um, what a bust. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I think you get that, which gives you, I think, only either three or six weeks. I think three to six mm. weeks. I think that's what it is um, you have. Uh, and, you know, it's it's uh, men, you know, telling women how to, you know, use their bodies. And it's crazy. So I don't. That's not my place. It's not my job. But I don't think uh, men should uh, be making those decisions. Um, it should be a a choice, like everything else. For the most part, is a choice. It should be a choice. And I understand. I understand the uh, other side. You know, pro life. You want to see people. I, I saw something on Twitter today where a woman was actually against men masturbating, saying that you're destroying future doctors and lawyers and things. Like oh that. Lord! And I and in my mind, I'm like, okay, I understand. I get it. Your seat is royal, but at the same time. There's a lot of things where, you know, if I'm in my sleep and I come, that's not my fault. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like little things like that you can't control. Or, you know, if you are getting, if you are excited and a little pee come, come out, oop, I just killed a kid. Like, you know, you can't, you can't necessarily control that. So, um, I understand both sides. And that sounds like an inter- uh, interesting documentary. Um, yeah. There was scary. There was one on um, Netflix. I think I watched it when I was back in Milwaukee too. It was pretty good, and it, it um, what was the what was the little legal name of it? I can't think of the name of it. Uh, it's like a, it's like a Roe versus. Is that what it is? Roe versus Wade Roe type versus thing. Wade, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, so um, it talks about that, and there were all these different women who um, had different opinions on it. So that was pretty interesting, too. But this one, it was probably about an hour and some change long. It wasn't even that long. Um, but yeah, I think it did a good job of channeling both sides versus just straddling to one. So it just really made me think, though, like because I like me personally, that hasn't happened to me. But just to, like to see these people like because for me, when I usually hear it with the sad part is you either hear like a young woman by herself. Like I never really heard of like a family going in there like, no, nah, not today. And when this when I say this couple bust, like they was crying, like, you know, and that it was just like, you know, one, but two, like, goddamn. So yeah. And they was, and then one lady, she was just like, I just, not today. I know it's twins, but mm-hmm. yeah, sorry. But it's, so it was just like, oh, when they was crying, I'm like, oh my God. Like, just, they was, they were hugged. I'm, I'm going to stop there. It was just, just, if you care to watch, just check it out. It's just, not even for a reason. It's just an interesting perspective type thing to watch. That's yeah. all. So. And childbirth is a miracle too. I, I I don't know if you saw it the is. episode of uh, Dear Healy when um mm-hmm. one of the Jasmine report Jasmine Saunders uh one of her reports mm-hmm. said that the woman had two uteruses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's like yeah, that's that's crazy. Like she had a daughter, she had a kid, and then she had two twins after like twenty eight days mm-hmm. later, back to back. Like, yeah, that's amazing. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah. I'd be pissed. <laughs> I'm a mama. Yeah, two uteruses. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's how Jesus got here. Yeah, two years. Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, shout out to uh, all that again. It's uh, called the Abortion Divide. It's on PBS. Um, so it's called it's a part of the Frontline series. And like I said, the original one is called the Abortion Clinic. It came out thirty six years ago. That's what I'm seeing here. So mm-hmm. they kind of you can see the difference in the rooms too. So yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's move on to dating relationships and sex for you nasty motherfuckers. So one room got uh music in it well uh so dio hughley um so <laughs> um you sound like Corey holcomb right now <laughs> i know i know yeah when you oh, never mind uh so dio hughley uh had uh judge lynn tolliver on her on his show and he had made an interesting point and i, I just want to want to try to just take a listen to what he said and what are your thoughts on this i already know where y'all gonna go with this but i'm just curious just hear what shut up you don't know me oh i absolutely know what mm. you're about to, i definitely know what you're about to say live here's the funny thing about women i find funny there are a lot of women who are very accomplished like you guys are very accomplished and you'll say a lot of men are intimidated by me right uh-huh. a lot of men are intimidated by me they uh-huh. i've heard that by a lot of accomplished women have uh-huh. that sure. that's uh-huh. people don't approach me uh-huh. because they're intimidated, intimidated and i believe that that is a mm-hmm. dynamic that really happens mm-hmm. right right but can't you also extrapolate from that that not only am i what if i just know i ain't and i don't want to mess you up what if i just know <laughs> right. that i ain't mad at that keep walking what if i do know? any of you know that though <laughs> no they don't I, 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 they don't i don't think they, they do don't. They don't. Ah, do all, all, I'm a, all I'm going to do is knock you off, and then you're going to get messed up. That's right. I, ain't, I ain't got no three points. Yet. That's right. Now, that's another got... side of town I can't right. drive on. But you know what? We had this conversation before, mm-hmm. and, and most guys in the conversation said they will know that they're not ish, but they will try anyway because they feel as though their yes is stronger than their your no. So exactly. if they just keep going, mm. eventually they're going to wear you down. Pain. But you Period. know what I never did? But they know they're not. They I that. never yeah. ask for nothing I don't want to eat. I don't just snack. I don't just go. What I the the thing that's funny to me, men like that are the kind like in Batman. Mm-hmm. Some people just want to see the world world burn. There are a lot of people like that. There are a lot of people. So what are your thoughts about that? It's a crack of shit. <laughs> Why can't not non shit men? Be like, look, I know I'm not shit, so I'm not gonna talk to you. Do you believe that there are men out there that are like that? Yes. You do believe men are like that. 
And then there are the, I think there are less men like that than there are men that want to see the whole place burn, which is what she said, what he said at the end. But I think the men that aren't shit and don't want to be in relationships don't get the credit that they deserve. And I think that's not fair. Huh? What credit are they getting? Right. The fact that they don't, they don't want to mess women up. Like they don't want to be the ones to mess women up, and I. Why think, are we giving them a cookie for doing what they're supposed to do? Because right. y'all harp on the men that y'all. Yes, y'all harp on the men. I'm in a relationship. That, harp on the men that, but you have you weren't before though. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so harp, uh, they harp on the men. I gotta that, go, y'all. We gotta hurry this shit up. Okay. The they harp on the men that okay. shit and then destroy your lives. And then you group the you then you end up grouping the men that so, ain't shit. Who all is together. you? Right. What is what is your stance on this whole thing? Right. I think that men. You're just that trying to start some shit, but it ain't working. Of no. course, the story's men, falling apart. Sir. Men, no, it's yeah, not. It's I'm just start. I'm just making a general statement. I'm saying, actually, do y'all agree? You put the first Lego on top. I'm just, I, I'm just asking, do y'all agree? The men that aren't shit. Why do we get grouped together with the men that ain't shit? Uh, that are aren't, willing to destroy. Right. <laughs> that what? are willing to I'll if you let, if you finish if you let me finish that are willing to destroy you your already lives. Messed up. Hey, I didn't mess she up. Just already messed up. You said the men who aren't and ain't, ain't shit. Yeah, who aren't shit and then ain't shit are grouped together <laughs> and grouped together with the ones that destroy your lives. What's the difference between the men who aren't and the men who ain't shit? The men who aren't shit are the men that uh, they know that they're not supposed to be with you. The men that ain't shit are the ones that destroy your lives. I would think that they do the same thing if we let you're it right. go on. <laughs> but, they're, okay. but, they're not, but they're the ones okay, that are not going to approach you. from the beginning of you. their conversation. What did, she, what did he say at the beginning of the damn conversation as far as uh, something about being intimidated by women and that's why they don't talk to you? That's your problem. Shit. Stop being a pussy and... Number one, let's get to the middle of it. If you know you ain't good enough for me, then don't waste my time. Like you seen Judge Lynn Toler, her face was like, "It ain't my fault you intimidated by me. If you know that I'm too good for you, then go away." All right. If you know you gonna ruin my life, go, go away. Get your shit together. Go away. I don't think those men get celebrated. Why should Why they? Why would be? they? Because they're honest with themselves. They do. They they've done. They're doing the work, and I don't think. How do I even know that this man exists if he didn't even try to talk to me? Bye. Because you're the ones that like you like him. No, I don't. He was intimidated by me, so he pursued me. No, he wouldn't have pursued you if he was intimidated by you. That, oh my god. That's Come on, the, Jay. Okay, so where you where are you trying to go with this? Right, because um, <laughs> I'm con- I'm not confused, but. I'm trying to figure out why are we celebrating men for knowing that they're not ready for a relationship and not getting into them because that's what you're supposed to do as a person. Mm-hmm. Even women, women should not get in relationships if they know they're not ready for a relationship. But those women aren't being celebrated, and I don't think that they should be. That's mm-hmm. just what you do. If you're not ready for a relationship, don't force it upon yourself. Wait for it to happen. I think though those people that men and women included um, that don't. Um, that are doing Still the work and, under, and understand understand that they are not supposed to be in relationships should be celebrated more as opposed to the men that fuck up people, uh, men and women that fuck up people's lives. Why are we celebrating them though? Because I think celebrate it how? Just acknowledging the fact that they are out there and that they you know that they are focused on doing the work. I think that's that's the point I'm making is that they need to be recognized that they're out there and they're doing. So the work. a shout out for taking care of themselves and not getting in my goodness and ruining some lives. 
I think you're asking for too much. Go get your shit wow. together and kiss my ass. Go wow. work on you, goddammit. If why I can't, do you, read, why do you need the validation from someone that you're not in a relationship with? It's not even. It's not even just validate. It's just just recognition. Curry. Just recognition. Okay, and why do you need the recognition from someone that you're not with? Andre Curry. Because like because I like I said before, I think they get they get combined with the people that <laughs> fuck up your lives. Hey, I mean, is he still not shit? Yes. Just because he not ruined no, no lives, he still ain't shit. Right. But at least at least you don't smell his shit. Or her wow. shit. You just trying to make I'm not up an argument. I'm not making yes. an argument. I'm just I'm just saying, it's not going I'm well. saying do you agree or disagree? <laughs> I just say, see, see, when you gonna get somebody that you, that you intimidated by, the bitch ain't gonna argue with you. She's gonna be like, "So what's your point? You're not good enough for me." So, so my, my bitch bitch. Is a lawyer. Uh, oh, oh wow, bitch, you don't respect her. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm just. So would you, <laughs> would you flip it for women and say the same? Yeah, I just, I just the, said that. So the women who no Moanjay lying with his voice get high. I, j- I literally just said that. I yeah. just said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all our listeners know. Well, not all of our listeners, but some of our listeners know that too. When Moanjay voice get high, he lying. No, that's new not listeners take note because I I be like, damn, y'all, y'all did not hear what I just said. Like that's why I be confused. <sighs> I just yes and no, that. because I'm just still not understanding your stance, and I honestly feel like if a woman. If a woman played with your feelings and she wasn't ready for a relationship, but she was acting like she was, you would group her with the with other women who, of course, and that's who always ignored you because they didn't have their shit together. You would do that. I know you would. Uh, you would be like, women are you trash. Know you women would. Shit. And he do that all who, the time. Who? Who? Give me an example because <laughs> I don't think I've done that. Ooh. All right, next subject. <laughs> I'm like, because I don't think I've done that before. Uh, the women, the women that, 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 that ain't shit, <laughs> the women that ain't shit, I've had to deal with them and I have to, you know, they'll give my energy away. Now, here we are, we energies cut the energy off. Now, I, I gotta move on about my life and figure my shit out again. Well, Jay, I ain't trying to put you out there on the radio, but you know damn well, I mean, on the podcast, but you know damn gone well mm-hmm. that there is, there has been a woman mm-hmm. where you was ready. I call it check wasn't. Star. I call it check stock is when we fuck, she runs from me. (laughs) (laughs) Does that make her not shit? Because she know that she wasn't ready? Yeah, because she went back. I've been broke before. Yeah, you know. I mean, if if somebody ain't shit because they're not ready. What you do, dudes? Is there? Is, is, are they not ain't shit because they're not ready? Ain't shit is they when they drag the shit on. Let me see your face, huh? You good? But you just said. But you just said yourself the ain't shit and the aren't shit. You didn't dug yourself in a hole. Can we move on? I mean, I I can, I can definitely go ahead and argue. This. <laughs> we'll have to argue. I, yeah, let's leave that. You agree we and we disagree. It? We disagree. Okay. Yeah. I'll leave, let's leave it at that. Pickle soap. Now your throat. Whoa. <laughs> Anon? I don't Basically. think we got any other... What's the names? Yeah, so that went well. Um, <laughs> story fell apart. The usual. 
Never, never. <laughs> don't, don't, yeah, he's don't do it. Don't, don't hurt him even more. Okay, all never. right. No hard feelings, Wani. Okay, Marjorie. Well, you talked about her wig the other day. That um, is true. She didn't Turn get your wig on. Time for my anyway. Nine. <laughs> I, I, I'm confused. I'm confused. I point out the truth. I just don't understand. Wow. Time for my nine. And she just did too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. I can't know say names. I can't say names, nigga. So whatever. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Okay, that's why we moving on. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know. I know exactly, but I don't. That's think what I say. I call her track star because when we fuck, she runs from me. Um, <laughs> I feel so guilty. I have an amazing girlfriend with two beautiful children who all love me a lot. Yet I still love an ex from two years ago who most likely has lost her feelings for me. How do I get over her? I was I was her first lover, first sex partner, first live in. She was my roommate, my best friend, and my genuine love. This isn't healthy. And any advice on how to move on? I do love my family I have now. I'm just not able to overcome my ex and emotion overcome my ex and my emotions for her. Is he part of the aren't shit or the ain't shit? <laughs> I'm I was I'm confused. I'm so confused. So he's in a whole new relationship. Okay. He has a family, a chick, baby, everything. And he still loves his ex from two years ago. So he doesn't know how they move on. He still loves his family though. But he's trying to figure out what does he have to do to move on and like leave oh, her behind? Oh yeah, that's not right. You shouldn't have moved on if you wasn't ready, fam. So he ain't shit. He said he still love her though. He said he still he still love his family. It's cute and all that, but he misses. What you say? He misses old bitch. Uh, I mean, you can't. His you old can't, bitch was a lawyer. You can't. Miss, <laughs> you can't miss. What's, what's his new bitch? What's he do? A stay at home mom. <laughs> right, a mom and shit. I would never left the lawyer for the stay at home mom. Sorry, I <laughs> she wasn't a mom until you fucked her and not a dinner. I couldn't do it. We should went to now you start with. Uh, listen, wow. uh, <laughs> we all tied together. Um, no, I mean, uh, tubes tight. Ooh. Um, yeah, you gotta, you gotta go ahead and just cut ties. Like you can't, men and we, women, Lassie, when, when men and men got cut to, you have to let that, let the old thing go because you can't move forward on your new relationship and you still stuck. But he on the did old. though. I mean, he shouldn't have got in a relationship. And, and like or I said, he have? Yeah, no, like I said before, I agree. He said I, he has I a girlfriend and two children with her, so they together. Right, but he, to what I said earlier, he shouldn't have gotten in a relationship with her, but here he is now. But what do he do now? He has, to, he has to let the old thing go. How? How? What, do you, what would you suggest? He has to let it, like, just completely let it go. Like, he has to stop thinking about it, stop worrying about it, thinking of what ifs. He has to let it go, literally let Have you ever go. thought about somebody for so long and you and you know you need to let it go? How did you do it? Like I stopped thinking could. about it. I cut it off. I stopped thinking like, about did it. You, what did you do to do? Like, what I, did you do to I'm telling you, I stopped. You stopped thinking about the But did person. you do anything to stop thinking about it? Because sometimes people just can't stop thinking about a motherfucker. No, like. You just stop. That's all you have. Like, like going cold <laughs> turkey. Like smoking. You don't, There's nothing. Some people take nicotine Have you ever stuff. been a smoker? Uh, cigarettes, no. I smoked cuckoo before. Okay. Yeah, but... Uh, like some people take nicotine, put the patches on. Or my grandfather, he just stopped. You just stop. You just stop and don't go back. Like that's what you do. You stop and don't go back. And that's uh, see, exactly have what you I ever, did. Have you ever thought about somebody too long? Like how did you? Um, you gotta kind of you gotta kind of redirect your thoughts. Um, because you have to think about why you're thinking about this person. I don't want to think about someone who isn't thinking about me. I don't <laughs> want to think about somebody that doesn't treat me right or even care if I'm alive. So there's really no point in thinking about them. And once you kind of 
get that through your head a little bit. I know some people consider it being a little harsh on yourself, but once you kind of tell yourself those things, then I feel like you can move on because why am I still thinking about somebody that's not thinking about me? You know what I'm saying? So um, it's not as easy to just stop. I think it does take a little work and telling yourself the same thing over and over. But after a while, you'd be like, oh, well, damn. Lucky, you, you see like a Facebook page or a Twitter or something, you'd be like, damn, I ain't thought about them in a minute. Mm-hmm. You just keep going about your day. Shit. Mm. It's a sad situation. Just got to know that you deserve better than that that last person anyway. Y'all not together for a reason, so why are you thinking about her? He, he probably had a reason. Yeah, well. Well, Jay, don't talk about your brothers like that. I mean, it could be maybe could maybe it's reason. her fault. It could have. You're right. It could have been her uh, his her fault too. Cause women ain't shit too. A lot of women ain't shit. A lot. Reese, what do you think? I feel like you're grouping them together. I feel like he needs to, uh, like, like last he said, ask himself why. What, what, what did I learn at work? <laughs> why do I feel this way? So what did you what what makes you think this? And I think Fran said something real interesting too on the friend zone like last year, some episodes ago about her ex. And I think she said, um, he she asked him, I think, did she ask him? Or he I think she asked him, like, how did you get over me? Because he was also my cap thinking about you. And he was like, I feel myself with everything that you gave me, but I did it for myself. And I thought about that, like, damn, that's interesting perspective. Cause he said he thought about like what he felt like he missed about her. And then he poured that into his own life without needing her to do it. And she was like, damn, like, that's a good way to think about it. Like, whatever you feel like you miss it from somebody, you need to give that to yourself. So whatever mm-hmm. you kind of miss about her, like, you need to pour that into your own life and think about what it is that you're missing with your new chick or whatever. Or think about, is there a problem? Are you thinking about her because you don't want to be with the new chick? You know what I'm saying? Like, is that what it is? But you say you let a family, so I don't want to assume it's that. So maybe it's you just need to figure out what it is you miss about her and give it to yourself. Fill yourself with that void. And um, it's no longer a void. So I don't know. And I thought about that in the past too. Not always worked for me. You, you, you. I think for me, just I guess in a sense, what Moanje said. But I think just time heals all. But if you, it's been two years. You got two kids. You just seen two miracles born out of some girl pussy. You know, I would think you <laughs> love her a little bit more. You know, and you still think about another bitch, I'll kill you. Just playing, but, <laughs> shit. But that's what club was we at? Just because you, you have kids with a woman, I mean, you love her. I, I you know, love the kids. I know. I know. Like, but, that's but crazy. See, you know what's crazy? I don't want to get on that subject, but I think I, I forget who I had a conversation with this about. But that annoys. It, it doesn't annoy me, but um, I, when I say this, I'm thinking it through with you guys, okay, when I'm saying this. So don't be like, what the fuck? I'm just thinking it. So this is my thing. Maybe because I had, like, this cool relationship with my dad, I've always thought about, like, how do y'all, not y'all, I guess some men, y'all be having kids with women. I guess shit happens or whatever. Mm-hmm. Y'all have kids with women, but y'all don't care about the women. I Not care, but you know what I'm saying. As much that. as you care about the kid. And I get it, but I'm like, because I had this close relationship with my dad and I, all the niggas said the same thing, you know, I just, it's my seed. I get it. I totally get it. But I'm like, why wouldn't you want to re- treat the women with respect that you are with, but you don't care? But in just certain situations. And I just, I just don't really ever understand that. Well, it's, it's the, it's a primal innate thing. Like, I get of, it. Yeah. I get it. Like, but that's one thing I just other. can't wrap my head around. No, because, and, and reason I why you wait, can't wait, wait, wait. Before you, before you go, this is my thing about it too. I'm like, and on top of that, it's like, you, because uh, I was talking to my coworker uh work before, it's this Asian guy. He was saying that shit. He was like, he was showing me a picture of his daughter and he's now married. 
She's like six months. And then he was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to, you know, how will all niggas say, I'm going to have to get the army. You know, she go to prom, all that little shit, little silly shit. I'm like, yeah. And then somehow we got on the subject. He was like, yeah, because I used to be woof. But I'm like, he was like, yeah, I, I know. But, you know, I just I said, so you didn't think about that before you had a daughter? Like, just being cruel to women? Yeah, but I don't know. That's just my, that's just my seed. And I'm like, so, and, and me understanding, okay, I'm that seed that my dad produced, right? Right. For him. So I'm that seed that he feel like, oh, my God. And then it's like, okay, now when you meet other people who treat women like shit, then expect you to procreate with them. And then right. fuck about, and I just I just can't wrap my head around. And I get the whole I just it just I just don't like that. Well, that's, that's why I was like saying. for me, I would I want to be with I want to create my children with love and I Right. Yes. That's, that's because goal. you were taught that though. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of a I'm lot saying. of a lot of men aren't taught that and that's why cuz I I hear men all the time talking about yeah, she going to have my baby. Huh? I'd be like, I'd be the same, like, whoa, like, huh? You don't even know who she is. No, she gonna have my baby. She gonna have my seed. Like, whoa, like, like just for you to say that, like, just you know, I might joke around and say that. That's I don't weird. mean that shit, but that's weird. That is weird to me. But that's because I was it's weird taught, to joke too. I, I was taught that you know, <laughs> I, <see>. <laughs> <laughs> I was taught that um, you're supposed to the person that you're gonna be with. You're supposed to love that person and cherish. That's what I grew up around. But a lot of people did not grow up that way. So. That's that's why I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I feel like at some point people should learn from experience and it shouldn't be the same, the same old excuse of, well, I was never taught that. Have you tried to learn that then? They get taught when they have their daughter. And that's why you hear a lot of men say, oh, wow, I didn't know what love is until I had my daughter. And I, but uh, some, because I know men who have daughters and still treat women like shit. So, yeah, and that's one thing I, that's the thing. Like, it just, but it just blows my mind because, like, I know my dad have like that primal, that that's my nigga type connection or whatever. But it just throws me off, like, when you meet these men and then they be having these kids and you see all this shit about the kids, you be like, what am I at? Like, like, not that it's my business, but I be having these. And questions because but because you're you're you put the seed in there but you didn't push this motherfucker out you know like that's what right me. i'd be like i just can't never I, I couldn't do it like i'd be so pissed like i just you 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 don't like me but you like my baby episode with Jadon, i think i think the egos in the pen episode i think he made yeah. a point where he said like he said him and brand had the kid like even though she's the one that had it and he was like, he went into father mode because he wanted to take care of not only the kid, but only also her uh, son as but, well, Jace. But he's like, but that's him. Though. A lot of niggas don't be like that. That's what I'm saying. A lot of I, niggas I don't. Back to what Loxie wanna... was saying, though, he she said a lot of dudes that have daughters treat still treat women like shit. No, they know, they know that they uh, that they they found out love through their daughter because if they found out that their daughter got treated that way, they're gonna be on somebody's ass. But they choose not to. Extra, extend that love to the that's, woman, but that's sad to me. Like that that, not, that's that is very sad. That's very sad. That's, they know that's sad to a lot me. of those that men is know. So sad. Those men that's, know. That's my whole point. That's what I'm saying. I get. I know that, but that's that's sad to me. Like, and it just it says to I guess character and integrity and all that shit. But it's just like I just when I see that shit, I'd be like, because I think the person I was talking is like, you spoiled. I'm like, how am I spoiled? That's what threw me the fuck off. I'm like. How am I spoiled to want that? Like I just, I just don't understand. Like, like it ain't about you, bitch. I push this big head. Are you crazy? Like I just don't understand. Like, and then, and then when you say I'm spoiled, to know that I have a father that you, are, I guess, would want to be, you know, with your daughter. Like that's it's just like this circle that I, I just my mind can't understand. So that's that's it. That's all I got. Well, yeah, I just think um, a lot of people don't realize too is that they don't. To me, I I think about. The family as a whole so not only am i thinking about if i'm if you're going to be the woman of my children 
I need to mm-hmm. know how your parents are with you. So that because my grandchildren are going to be over there and how they're going to be taught right. and raised and stuff like that. So and that's a good point. And I, don't, stuff. I don't think a lot of people I, think about that. And that's what I was gonna say. That's a very good point because I don't think people realize that until they get the person pregnant or they get pregnant by the person, yep. then they're trying to make it work and then they thinking they're happy. And the next thing you know, what happened to Ray Ray? What happened to Latisha? And they'd be like, eh, it didn't work out. Like, because you right. don't know the motherfucker. Like, I, and when I see exactly. people have kids, like, also, I guess while we're here, I'm gonna give a shout out to Sharice and Chanel. Um, he just proposed yes. to her. And, oh, congratulations. Um, he hit so me up. beautiful. Yeah, he hit me up before he told me when he was going to do it. I'm like, if y'all record it, but I know somebody's going to do it, you know, tell me. So I was just, we had this whole conversation like before it happened. So it just, I feel, when I feel included, it just makes me feel good about it too. Uh, but I was just so excited for her. And I just know like they, you know, they started, you know, they started, you know, with just them and then the love came and all that just was built together. And I, I, I truly appreciate that, especially when you have a friend and you see them getting loved on right. would be like, damn, bitch, I knew it. So, um, yeah, shout out to them engaged um inspiration for the week um i'm reading this oh you got you got one um i i just uh since we talked about ari lennox this I was week going. i got a little she tweeted something a couple hours ago and oh, I, I think it too. can go towards <laughs> I, I think it can go that. towards anything but mm-hmm. i'll just read it the way she wrote it um, if you're an, if you're an inspiring superstar, don't sit and wait for someone else's help. Don't be entitled. Write for yourself. Produce for yourself. Collaborate with the underdogs. Promote yourself. Brainstorm on yourself and believe in yourself. And um, again, that's from Ari Lennox, Miss Shea Butter Baby herself. Um, yeah, I flux with that because it's true. Just I don't know. I just think about how just us three being creatives and how we all have this going on but we all have other stuff going on and i know that like for instance reese if she doesn't know something she gonna look up how to do it she finds out how to do it she figures out how to do it whether she's playing with something or she watches a little tutorial video with video whatever the case may be but that doesn't stop her from not doing what she wants to do and i think like i said this applies to anything not just being a quote-unquote superstar or musician just anything that you're doing in your life you know, don't don't wait for nobody. Should mm-hmm. find out how to do it yourself and go from there. <laughs> it's the journey that count, y'all. Amen. Would you have? I mean, a woman. Yes. Um. Yeah, that was going to be along the along along the same lines. Um, I'm reading a book called um, "What Don't Kills You Make You Blacker" by Damian Young. He's one of the co-founders of uh, the website Very Smart Brother. And, yeah, that's um, always reading. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to finish it up. I, I, it's taking me longer than I wanted to. But um, <laughs> me too. He uh, he, he uh, throughout his what? story, he basically just t- he's basically just he lo- he lost job. He losing job after job after job until finally he decided to go oh. ahead and start this website. And the shit just popped. The shit just popped. Like one day he had a thousand listens or uh, viewers. The next thing you know, ten thousand viewers and. Now he's like getting up in the morning writing to make sure that he keep uh, relevant on his post. So um, when you when shit don't work out for you, just go ahead and do the shit yourself, and then watch watch the shit work. It just works. The shit just works out of nowhere. It just start working. So go ahead and do it, and be authentic when you do it too. Because if you're not authentic, then it's not gonna work. If you're trying to be like somebody else, that's like, what I'm saying. Like with us, like a lot of stuff. Um, that's why I just like trying different stuff, even not knowing where it's going to go. Even if you 
I think sometimes we sh- you can strategize too much on stuff, but you never know. Mm-hmm. Come over here running water. My bad. <laughs> I forgot we was recording. <laughs> I feel like I'm just talking to my fans on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> my dumbass. Episode number one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Put a lip scrub on. Um, I think a lot of times you can strategize too much about shit. And um, sometimes you never really know what it's going to be that catches. Like you just said. He just found out he had a thousand listens one day. You never know what it'll be. That's why I just like trying different shit. Even if shit be like, oh, that sound dumb or it's unconventional or it don't make sense at that time. You never know what it'll be unless you try. So that's why I just like just to do dirt certain things. Like even with the little YouTube videos we used to do, I'm like, you never know which clip will pop. Like you never really know. It could be just some random shit. You'd be like, uh, like the last episode. Uh, shout out to Sean for listening. He was like, oh, that was a good episode. I'm like, uh-huh, it was straight. But, you know, you never know what somebody's going to like, you know? I'm, I like 96 better, but you know. Like, <laughs> that's because we do it each week and we know what our standard is. But somebody else might be like, no, that shit was popping. Fuck all that, what you're saying. So, true. Yeah. So, that's that's all I got for that. So, I know these damn doors and shit. All right, episode 117. How you guys feel about that one? Good, good, good. Yeah, we was all over the place, but it'd be funny this way. I really, truly feel like I'd be talking on the phone to my friends and shit. So I know a lot of people didn't know where YB, YBO would go with the changes, but we here, bitch. <laughs> hey. Look at my face. I can't deal. I can't deal. Um, all right, episode 117. As always, I am Reese Berry. That's R-E-E-S-E-B-E-R-A. Four Ys is Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and I'm fixing my pup. Lassie. <laughs> and I'm Lassie at Lola Baby on Snapchat, B-A-Y-B-E-E, and on Instagram and Twitter at LaCreme Lola. Not fixing my post. Mwanje? <laughs> boy Mwanje is M-W-A-N-J-E. You can follow me on all social media platforms. That's Mwanje Ugandan for Leopard. And I'm about to go Ugandan. catch this nut. You said ripping my balls. I'm about to go catch this nut. So. Ew. All right. Well, episode 119. 119. 119. Oh, jeez. I'm headed again. We're episode 117. We out. Peace. Peace.